Good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. It's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I'm in the studio with my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Wait just a minute. I have the wrong... Uh, I'm oh. so used to you being on mic for, which is suspiciously I missing. Know. Do you remember like there was that time when somebody kept turning the microphone around backwards like to <laughs> pimp me, you know, but now the micro- my microphone is like completely gone. It's like not even here. There's an empty space. <laughs> I, know, I, I know. turned it on anyway, just in case. <laughs> hey, um, happy oh, Labor Day. Is, is, is that a holiday we say happy to? I don't even know. I think that Hallmark wants us to. Uh, yeah. Well, of did, did course. Did you get any Labor Day cards? <laughs> <laughs> Nor did I get any gifts, by the Aww. way. <laughs> what would yeah. you give for Labor Day? Hammers? Yeah, what would it be? I don't know. I don't know. I think it would be a good night's sleep <laughs> for everybody who works too hard. New pillows. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ay, ay, ay. Well, um, a whole lot of folks have the day off. And yeah. that's always nice, especially when we have sunshine. I know. I'm feeling kind of like oh, lucky because we're hoping to paint our deck today, you know. You and are. And it's been so drizzly, drizzly, drizzly. Oh, yeah. don't say. Let's not discuss it. Oh, because I said the word. Now I've jinxed well, it. No, no, I mean... because I'm lucky. I'm in this sh- shroud of luck right now. Well, <laughs> I know. It's just beautiful. And, it, you know, it's been kind of drizzly. So we're lucky today. Yeah. Um, I'm looking really quick at the weather and um, partly sunny. Woohoo! High of 67, which means it's going to be 77 at your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are in the zone. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. I like how your glass is half full. Partly sunny, not partly cloudy. Partly sunny. That's right. Well, yeah. I'm just reading. <laughs> you know, do you think people are tired of us talking about cooking? I don't know. I would say there are days when, I, no, I'm not tired of talking about cooking. I'm just tired of cooking. And I have been really slacking off uh, about being um, proactive in the kitchen. I've been kind of on autopilot and um, suggesting that we just go get something to eat. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know what what that is. And I know probably uh, this is a reflection of my never knowing what I'm going to say or what I already said. You know what I mean? So I'm sure I must have said many times that I'm not excited about cooking because when you do it, when you cook multiple times a day, every day of your world Mm -hmm. for decades, Mm -hmm. you have slump times. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Yeah. So uh, I did try something new though oh did you what is it (laughs) and i really liked it it was you know when you try a new recipe it's uh it's a crapshoot basically but it sounded good and i had all the ingredients which is the other thing yes Yes. (laughs) so um i tried it and i really liked it and it is one of the things that i liked the sauce of so much and could imagine using it in many other ways but it was uh i think the the recipe was actually called uh, coconut gochujang chicken with broccoli, thereby including almost all the ingredients in the title yeah, of the yeah, recipe. Yeah. But that sounds really good. It was really good, and um, and it was basically just uh, it, it was the boneless, skinless breasts, mm-hmm. which I never buy, but I bought specially. It was the one thing I didn't have um, for this recipe because I was interested in trying it, and I like all of those flavors together. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you just cut it into bite-sized pieces and sauteed it really fast, mm-hmm. just barely get some color on it. And um, 
blanch some broccoli florets and then make this sauce, which was basically gochujang, coconut milk, um, ginger, lots of fresh ginger, a little turbinado sugar, and some soy. Okay. And that was it. And just put everything in the saute pan with the chicken and just uh, heat it all through and have it with rice. It, it was sounds good. Really good. It, it just sounds good. like how I make curry, except without the gokuching. I didn't say it right, but then um, yeah. with curry paste. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing. I have um, a rainbow of curries. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, no, I'm thinking miso. Uh, that's what I was no, looking at. No, but I have a rainbow of curries, yellow, red, green. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. like a stoplight. Yeah, I'm driving right. my vegetables. <laughs> I'm driving. <laughs> it's true, and the same with miso. It's a, There's a million different colors and a million different, uh, yep. you know, flavor profiles for whatever it is you're making. Do you have a favorite miso? Um, I tend to use uh, the milder ones more often because I don't know why, because I love spicy food, but I do. So I think in the fridge right now I have white, yellow, and red. Okay. And the same with uh, curry, I think. I, I Maybe I only have red curry right now. Okay. So do you have a favorite? Um Miso, I'm not. I'm not real good with miso. I don't use it a lot, and I sh I should use it more, and I should be more comfortable with it. Well, I think it is a lot like um, curry in that it just you can add it to almost anything. Yeah, yeah. It might even be more uh, like a, have a broader use in those t ways than for sure curry because yeah. curry is so specific but miso is more like just adding the umami umami yeah yeah, yeah. well and um i think part of it is i buy my curry at a restaurant supply store so i've always got you know the giant two pound tub of yellow the giant two pound <laughs> tub of red and the giant two pound tub of green in the fridge i'm like ooh, i'll use this yeah i, I have to oh it's so <laughs> to good to get it done this year <laughs> it's so good yeah it really is yeah <laughs> and i think we're going into those are that's a warm thing you yeah. know i mean it's not necessarily a fast uh, a slow cook it it no, can be it, it's it can be really efficient just as fast as how you said with your your the recipe that you tried but i think it's a real it's like a really warm meal mm -hmm. yeah we're going into that season and after the last few days of rain i've been you know thinking about that transitional time between summer which you know <laughs> Did you I have not been warm all summer. Oh, I'm sorry. So. Yeah, we haven't had a blazing hot summer, which we is have great. We have not. Like one hot, super hot day. Yeah, it's super hot at your place and just, <laughs> you know, like medium warm here. <laughs> Do you remember a couple shows ago you said that the most common ingredient in your cooking lately was lethargy? <laughs> yes. I Well, I I changed it to ennui because I, just, oh, yeah. I, would rather ha I would rather have that be on my resume than lethargy. <laughs> anyway, yes, well, so, it remains. So something flew into my computer you know how things do and it was like cures for burnout or something like that oh. and it was like a corporate thing you know yeah. arrange your desk oh that helps me yeah but <laughs> that's right what desk <laughs> but um there was one thing so there were three big steps and of course I don't remember two of them <laughs> but there was one and it was it was about like taking control of your situation or something or giving control like if a person doesn't have control I have to cook I have to cook I have no control oh. over that you you um you don't have control. And so I thought, okay, well then, um, how can I change that? So, um, in the morning I have to go down to the freezer 
and get something to thought. And before I wasn't yes. doing that, you know. And so then I've got something thought out for sure. And um, that has helped me not feel so like uh, when it comes time to uh -huh. make dinner. You also have more options. Yeah, yeah. Because often that's that's what determines what I'm going to cook when I am not thinking ahead. Yeah, yeah. Is like, okay, well, what what have I got to work with right this minute? Yeah. So I'm not running something underwater trying to thought desperately because it's, you know, 530. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, it's, it's um, so that has been better. I haven't felt so, uh, I don't want to cook. Uh. Yeah. And I think everybody feels that way in the summer. Maybe, uh, maybe. Plus, you know, in the summer, there is such a huge, uh, bounty of fruits and vegetables that you don't have to do much mm -hmm. to um so you know the temptation is a big salad, salad. yes <laughs> uh, i uh, i you know i think that um i foisted fruit salad off on tom about um i i don't even know like 28 days of the last month <laughs> It was like, and it was February. And I remember <laughs> saying to him, I know, but you have to finish the pineapple. <laughs> but seriously, I would never get tired of fruit salad uh -huh. if we had great fruit all remember, year round. Do you remember in the olden days when it used to be on restaurant menus? It yeah. never is anymore. I know. That's you can't true. Go out for a fruit salad. Fruit cup. Nope, not even that. I know, but I, I miss that yeah, I know. term, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I think I'm going to go, I'm going to start serving fruit cup instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, we um, ate the last of our Springer salmon <gasps> that was in the freezer. Oh. So that was sad. That's always a sad part of year. I won't leave it in there for a long time so that we can have it in the middle of the winter because it degrades yeah. pretty fast. Yeah, you know? it does. But, oh, man, that's so, so good. It is so good. <laughs> I've got here. Here, here's here's the thing. What do you think about this? I've got these friends that um, fish a lot. They're really good fishermen. It's a couple. They're retired. Um, they just love to fish. They practically live to fish. So a um, little bit of time with the grandkids fishing. That's 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 what it is. So um, they are also competitive with each other. Ah. So you know how like with COVID, you know we don't we didn't go to people's houses for three or four years, but now you know people are feeling pretty good about. Uh, being around other people so it turns out that um when they catch fish you know she catches her fish he catches his fish and then they clean them and then they nail the tails up on their shed hers on one side oh, and his on the other it's like the um like ed gein <laughs> <laughs> wow who's ahead well I, I, that wasn't what I was focused on. Oh, I was yeah. focused on that. I thought I knew these people, and then they got all these gory things <laughs> nailed up on their shed. <laughs> now, my my question to you is: Do you think that's normal? Do I have to like be careful and not like fall asleep around them? <laughs> <laughs> Are you worried about your tail being nailed on the shed? I don't think. I'm I think, just. I think you're safe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm worried that it might be. You know, like how they say, serial murders start out murdering puppies. Oh and, God. <laughs> Oh, my god! I'm just kidding. They're great people. <laughs> hey, hey, I was thinking about, uh, what do you think about overnight oats? Um, I have never liked them. Me either. I have tried, too. Like, like um, I did some cooking once um, ahead of time. I didn't go on it, but for this, like, expedition, rafting expedition down the Grand Canyon. And I tried to get some overnight oats so that they could just soak them overnight. And, you know, but no, they were always... They were always too too raw, too gummy, too 
chewy. They just weren't good. I've never made any that were good. I just think it's a really um, uh, awful way to ruin perfectly good yeah. oats. Because I like oatmeal very much. I know. And I just file it under sheet pan dinner. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> lying about something on the internet and it's so easy to fix it you take it off the sheet pan put it in a saute pan and you cook it and you have a great meal yeah. you, you put the oats in a pan with oh my some... god a pan with heat what <laughs> yeah i know i know it's well, crazy and then people make them in the crock pot but that's just i mean so much energy you know like yeah. to run a crock pot all night long yeah and, and so I, d- I don't do that i tried it once in the in my rice cooker because it was in the the information that came with the rice cooker mm-hmm. was all the things you could do with your yep. rice cooker. And I tried it and, and they just weren't good. I mean, it's so, I, I make uh, porridge, um, although uh, Tom likes to call it gruel, but it's not gruel. <laughs> it's way too thick to it's, be gruel. It's like when I make tabbouleh and Dale calls it beach sand. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he likes it. I think it is. It's a pet name. (laughs) Gruel. (laughs) Yeah, it's gruel. I'm always saying it's not gruel. It's porridge. But um, it's just so easy to make that I'm not sure what the whole deal is with the overnight oats. But I see a lot of that on um, the cooking things that Mm -hmm. I I see on the computer. And do you see a lot of sheet pan dinners? Uh, Yes. They lie. <laughs> they just lie. I see them um, on recipe sites, but yeah. I, you know, I just haven't had good luck with them. And I think mm-hmm. that we have um, uh, we have talked smack about the sheep pan dinners for a long time because neither one of us have had a very good result. No, everybody knows that when we aren't on the radio, we change the vowel in sheep pan. <laughs> <laughs> We, we do. It's an editing thing. <laughs> I want to take, uh, now that we've said that, let me take a second to remind everybody that Food Talk is a co-production of, co- of KMUN and North Coast Food Web. And as always, I encourage you, heartily encourage you to go to both websites that are chock full of interesting and helpful information, kmun.org, which now has a shop um, tab Ooh. on it, and you can go to the KMUN shop, I'm just saying, um, and also North Coast Food Web, which will uh, let you find all about the online market, the Thursday market, and every s- other um, community food system work that uh, the Food Web is up to. So northcoastfoodweb.org, KMUN.org, check it out when you have a minute. Yay! Yeah. And even if you, uh, like me, go there often, you will find new stuff all the time. Because yeah. that's the deal about uh, websites. <laughs> <laughs> can They're update fluid. A, can update a book. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I guess you could. Uh, there's additions. You have to really be patient. <laughs> Writing in the margin. <laughs> that's right. Have you uh, any new cookbooks? No. No, uh, uh, Dale put me on lockdown. Oh, he did? All <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. How does he do that? I mean, you're, you're I a free woman. <laughs> I know, I know. I just have to, like, respect what he says. Oh, yeah. So um, That's you, always tedious. <laughs> <laughs> you made that stuff um, with the coconut milk. Yes. So um, so often when there's something like that and it calls for broccoli, or which, I mean, broccoli is great, but um, I'll put green beans in it. You know? Yeah. I really like green beans. And this time of year when they're so tender, oh. I've I've got a friend Carol who gave me some and they're those those kind of flattish ones yeah. that, that don't have any string in them so they're really tender 
Oh, they're so good. I haven't I haven't bought good beans from a local vendor this year. I don't know why. Everything I've gotten has been tough. And so oh, I so I nice wonder yeah. I mean and you know, it's so uh dependent on not just the weather we're having right now but the weather we've had ever since something got put in the ground yes yes um th- how it's going to turn out yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. i had it's been a long time since i've had really really good green beans like you're talking about yeah. but even ones that are kind of mediocre can be cooked up pretty uh deliciously oh yeah yeah they're still and good they're I great still love i them. mean Green beans love curry. Yeah, and if you just cut them up, then yeah. you know you're not you don't notice that they're. Cut. They also love bacon fat and uh, <laughs> and sweet onion. So As, think of something that doesn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was just thinking this morning because I was looking uh, for an uh, interesting pancake recipe, and um, th- and I came across this one from a restaurant in New England somewhere. The uh, chef really likes crispy edged thinner pancakes oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. thicker than a crepe but um he likes yeah. that and he uh cooks his in bacon fat oh wow that yeah. doesn't sound great to me well i don't know bacon fat and uh, maple, yeah. maple syrup so there's something about cooking with bacon fat like in a fry pan that stuff sticks for me i don't uh. know what it is um and i have found to get those crispy edges on pancakes it is totally a crap suit it is completely reliant on on your pan some pans will do it and some won't exactly the same recipe and and you never know what it's going to be that makes that crispy edge it's um it's a thing i've never been able to like get a recipe and a method and you get a crispy edge there's always some other um um factor and it's it's either the heat source and or the pan yeah it's a it's it's a weird thing the crispy edge on pancakes I got to say, with an electric stove, um, the heat source is not as fine tunable, mm-hmm. you know, on the stove top, mm-hmm. oven fine. But um, I mean, you, you know, you figure out what your oven's up to and then you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, in terms of fine tuning, the, the dial on the thing is slow to re- the burner is slow to react to what you set or mm-hmm. what you change to, and you just kind of have to get used to it. But, um, yeah, I'm going to try it. I mean, I'm going to – we're not big pancake people, but I, it just sounded good to me yeah, when I was yeah. reading it. I was like, oh, just – or even just to replace the fat in the batter from okay. butter to – Bacon fat. That's yeah. a good idea. Who knows? I'll try it. I'll get back to you. do 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 crispy edge pancakes. Yeah, just because I'm from Minnesota and that's a Scandinavian settled society, and so Swedish pancakes are a big deal, and they always want that crispy edge, and it's just it's really, um, it's not that it's hard; it just either happens or it doesn't. It doesn't seem like you have control over it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, fry pan? Well, I have one that'll do the crispy edges. Okay, and so is it cast iron? No, no, it's just a crappy pan. Okay. I mean, really crappy. Okay, like aluminum. Uh, like um, Teflon. Oh you yeah, know, like okay. poison everybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, I uh, and and we have better options for nonstick now, but I do not have a nonstick saute pan, mm-hmm. and um, there are times when I kind of wish I did have one, but I also have, you know, a whole lot of stuff in my kitchen, and like I need to buy mm-hmm. another pan. Those ceramic ones are pretty nonstick. Yeah, with, with the ceramic coating or whatever. Yeah, they're hard to clean, and if you burn something on it, it's on there forever. <laughs> I mean, really, no, seriously. 
<laughs> I, That's a uh, I have seen those and uh, thought that that was a better idea than Teflon just because theoretically it doesn't uh, scrape off after a while. Yeah. But um, I don't have one. So uh, so my favorite anymore is I, ha I have one all clad and it's pretty reliable. It's reliable for, um, it's got a lot of heft to the bottom mm -hmm. so that you can really get the temperature the way yeah. you want it to get. And um, if you use the right oil or whatever it is you're cooking. Yeah. I always look for pans with that big slab of steel yes. on the bottom. Yeah. Just because, especially for like a, a soup, like stock pot type thing, just because then it's not burning when you have it on the burner for a long time. Yeah. There And also if you're going to make some any kind of candy, caramel, something like that, um, oh. it's really important to have that big slab of steel on the bottom so I always look for that yeah I've been making caramel sauce did I tell you about that no yeah so I just really wanted a caramel sauce that I could drizzle over the top of cake and it wouldn't be liquid and it oh. wouldn't be solid right yeah but that's really super de temperature dependent on when do you take it off the stove yeah and so I think I finally got one but poor really? Dale, the test monkey, who had to eat all the mistakes. Oh, I bet he's so depressed. <laughs> he's depressed that you finally got it right. <laughs> oh Honey, would gosh. you like some caramel on your cereal? And how uh, can you hold that, or do you have yeah. to? Yeah, no, no. Caramel sauces you can you can put in the fridge. Yeah, and then you have to heat them up to use them because. It's they're temperature dependent when you cook them. I'm not dependent, but I mean, you have to like take it off at 245 degrees or right. whatever temperature it is that you've decided has worked for you. And then, you know, quick, get it cooled down. But then once it's in the fridge, it's a lot harder than when it's room temperature or right. microwaved a little bit. But you can resuscitate it and st <laughs> and still have it be the, the consistency that you aimed yeah. for. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So many things I have to resuscitate, it seems like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Me too. You were talking about the ovens, and um, you know I bake a lot of bread, <clears throat> and um, um, you can bake bread like in a container, in like a Dutch oven or a pan oh, or right. something like that, or you can just bake it. They call it open baking, where you just put it on a slab or put it on sheet or something like that. And um, um, electric ovens work really well for open baking, but for some reason, gas ovens don't. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and I don't know why, but they just don't. They want you you to put the bread dough in something. Well, it just doesn't turn out right. It just okay. burns or doesn't get cooked in the middle or I mean it just doesn't turn out and I don't know why. Huh. But um it's if you listen to the internet when it's not lying <laughs> <laughs> There's the tricky part. Everybody says that. I have an electric oven so I wouldn't know, but I'm just yeah. you know, listening to what everybody says. But there's like one person who's been able to do it and she might not be telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's interesting because I think commercially a lot of bakers are using gas ovens, yeah, uh, like a pizza style oven more. But, um, but uh, and I think that's different than like a gas oh, home oven. Yeah, I yeah. think home ovens are their own thing. Yeah, um, that is not you know you can't take what you might know from working in an industrial kitchen yeah. and apply it at home. Yeah. You just got to start from scratch. And I have I bought a new stove when we built our house years and years ago and I don't like it. We're not going to talk about brands, but <laughs> I don't like it. And um, I've I've pretty much been not liking it for like going on 12 years wow. now. <laughs> I just don't care for it. So I think that, uh, 
there's two things about that. I don't like it particularly, but I'm used to it. Yes. And if I were to break down and get another stove, I would have to get used to it. Mm -hmm. So there's something to be said about hanging on to it, not the least of which is if it isn't broken. (laughs) What don't you like about it? Um, uh, Just a whole bunch of stuff. I started off. The first thing I didn't like about it is that it has a glass-covered panel across the front with all of the things that you need to know, all of the lights and uh, burner. Con- um, it, it's a lit panel that that is the the instrument Controls, panel. Yes. Yeah, it 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 has knobs like every home electric uh, oven has, but it tells you. The oven's preheating, or what temperature you've set it at. It mm-hmm. lights up on a on a panel, mm-hmm. but the panel is not lit. I mean, I when I first got the thing, I would have to like fla- shine a flashlight on this black oh. glass screen, and I complained to the manufacturer, and they just they sent me another panel that's exactly the oh. same. I think I it's brand new, still in the box in the closet. Um, so I really don't like that, but that's a design flaw. That's yeah. not how... Uh, no, but that's a big deal. Yeah, it, it is. And it's not a design flaw if you can't see yeah. uh, what it's trying to tell you. Yeah. Um, so that was the first thing I didn't like about it. But the other thing is I just don't care uh, for the solid glass top burner okay. things. I love that it has a grill insert, mm-hmm. and I love that it has a flat top insert. Mm-hmm. There's things I love about it, but I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. It's a it's a shame that you can't test drive a stove. Yeah, it yeah, it is. It's it's really hard. Just like my dishwasher with that handle that sticks out so oh far my so gosh. I have to stoop over it to get to my counter and I broke my thumb on it swinging my arm in my kitchen. Gosh, go love that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, my stove's old and it gets used pretty hard, so maybe it'll die someday. I know, I know. But but I mean so will I. So Come I will. Yeah, it's, it's a, a contest. Race. It's a race. <laughs> Plan but product But you got a brand new dishwasher <laughs> I know. that you don't uh. like. So I don't know. It's crazy. It's but crazy. But I've heard that as time has gone on that they've made, you know, with planned product obsolescence, they've made the time that something lasts shrink shorter and shorter and shorter. So I'm hopeful. That's certainly <laughs> true of refrigerators. Oh, gosh. Remember yes. when they used to last forever? Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, you need to buy that three-year extended warranty yeah, yeah. or maybe the five-year one because it's good to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so uh, what's in your fridge right now? What are you planning? Um, you know, my fridge is um, pretty bare for me. Um, so I, I've been trying really hard to work through my freezer. I know that I say that like every third show, but it's really true. Every morning I go down and I pull something out and thaw it out. And so pretty much what's in there is vegetables to go with whatever I've pulled out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so there's a lot of green beans. There's a lot of broccoli. The pimento peppers are in right now. And you know That's I right. love them. They're they're not hot, but they're just so richly flavored. Gosh, I love them. And then I love sweet banana peppers. I think I've got about 15 of those in the fridge. So um, I do see some pasta salad in my future because I love pasta salad with those two peppers. Yeah. And then um, just lots of vegetables to cook up with whatever yeah protein i pull out of the fridge or freezer yeah so that's my fridge how about yours um mine's getting down there i've been doing a really good job of getting stuff out of the freezer and now it's pretty much just full of you know zucchini bread and (laughs) 
pumpkin bread <laughs> because uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have fear of running out. <laughs> it's, it's it's security. It's uh, zucchini bread security. Anyway, I've done a good job of uh, digging to the bottom and using that really, really, really old stuff. Mm, it sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes it is. Yes, I mean, you yes. never know. It yes. depends on what it is, but uh, you can almost always figure out a way talking mm -hmm. about resuscitation. We are uh, coming very close to the end. Oh, I know. Well, I'll tell you the very beginning of of that song. Yes. That um because it it um lines up with the curry paste we were talking oh. about earlier. So it goes like this. Red pepper, yellow pepper, green pepper. Red light, yellow light, green light. I'm driving my vegetables, I'm driving my green edibles, I'm driving my vegetables around. I am driving my broccoli. I'm driving my cauliflower. Driving a bushel of corn home. See? I love the new version. No, it's the old version. I just never sang the whole thing. Oh. Also, there's four verses. <laughs> Thank you, Linda Perkins. Bye, Marianne. Thank you.